This is the Epilog Audio Experience. Quick disclaimer for a podcast, the SOS show, points discussed in this podcast should not be relied upon as conclusive medical advice in any case. The host shall not be a substitute for proper medical professional. You must seek professional help in case of any requirement. Thank you. Even after 100 years since the time it was first discovered, schizophrenia remains something that is not truly understood. So does that mean most of the understanding is a trial and error including medications? Hi guys, welcome to the 108th episode of the SOS show podcast with me Sujitha and today we have with us Siddharth Bhaskar. Siddharth is living and if I may say thriving with schizophrenia. He teaches economics at Jindal Global University. He has published two short story collections and one novel. His novel A Fish on the Hook based on his experiences of schizophrenia is being published online chapter wise. Hi Siddharth, welcome to our podcast, the SOS Show. Hi Sujita. Thank you for uh, being there to share your story with us, which is so critical for all of us. So, thank you. Thank How are you doing? First of all, thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here. And uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing fine. I mean, within the constraints of my illness, I'm doing all right. Uh, hmm. I, I mean, I, I, today is Saturday, so I was just, uh, I did some work in the morning and then I felt a bit uneasy. So I went to the university and spent some time there. So hmm. overall, it's, it's fine. I mean, I'm doing much better than what I was doing, let's say, a few months back. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that you said within the constraints of your illness, you're doing very yes. well. And I think yes. you're doing excellent because you are an economist professor. Yes. at the Jindal University in Sonipat and you have been diagnosed with schizophrenia. I've done multiple episodes on schizophrenia. I understand schizophrenia much more deeply because also because we are a caregiver. Tell me Siddharth about your experience just to start from the top so the listeners are more in tune with your story because you are a fully functional and working economist living with schizophrenia and dealing with it. Yes, yes. Which is so inspiring. Tell me about your first encounter with schizophrenia. So my first encounter with schizophrenia happened during my PhD. And uh, it was at the end of my second year almost where I started uh, uh, seeing hallucinations basically. And uh, it was the hallucinations of people around me like... uh, my friends and and also my professors uh, so it was it was mild initially and uh, um, uh, i was not very concerned so sort of i was not very con- i mean i was i was not fully aware that i was not totally into an episode at that point of time it was a mild hallucinations i was seeing but i was getting affected by these hallucinations but then over time in my phd i i got depressed because of few reasons and uh, uh, I then started hearing voices in my, I think in my third, third or fourth, fourth year. Mm-hmm. And uh, I started hearing voices of different people. I started hallucinating, seeing hallucinations mm-hmm. uh, over time. And what happened then was that I started believing that these are real people, which was 
the bigger i think the biggest of the problem which was my beliefs that mm. these these are real people so all these hallucinations and voices i started believing these are real people i also built up a story around uh, the reasons why i was seeing these hallucinations that there is a woman who has put a chip on me and you know i'm connected to everybody's minds and all those mm. all those things. so and mm. then a, a very stupid story of you know a woman sleeping with my professors i mean i just i just build up a story so you to understand my situation and i went into that story i started uh, you know discussing with these hallucinations and these voices and uh, i basically you know got completely into that so i stopped meeting people i stopped even i stopped eating properly or playing playing sports i used to play football and uh, hmm. um so i just sat in my room and you know just hallucinated and listened to these voices and talked to them and so that i think it was around my fourth year that i became uh, very very sick completely mm. like completely as a full blown episode mm. and my my parents also i i and went and fourth year would be which year siddharth uh, for, which year i mean 2016 i think 15 16 around that would be a fourth year Yeah, fourth year. Sixteen would be my fourth year. Fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. And uh, then uh, my I went home. Also, my family saw what I was suffering, and the institute where I was doing my PhD also realized that you know I was not well, and they asked me to see a doctor. I saw a doctor in Delhi, and well, it was not very good encounter. And I, at that point of time, I was too much into my story that I had a chip and everything, so I did not believe the doctor, and mm. uh, I. came back to the institute i was also writing my phd and doing my work mm. and doing different kinds yeah. of things in my yeah. so it, it was all very messed up and it was all very hmm. uh, um very very complicated in my mind hmm. and uh, then i i wrote my phd in in that situation only hmm. uh, but i was pretty sick by then i was in totally into an episode and uh, hmm. I was uh, no, but did you understand Siddharth at that point? No, no, I you, did not understand. You did not understand. It was okay. So you did not understand. You are an educated, highly educated, uh, working professional who obviously has heard the terminology before you actually yes. realized it was. It had happened to you. You knew yes. what schizophrenia. I'm sure you knew yes. what it was. Yes, yes, I knew. There's someone in my family who has it, so I know. I knew about it. but see there is there is this medical term called anosognosia right mm, mm. which which means that people i think there is a data that around 50 to 60% of schizophrenic people don't feel that they are sick yes right? it's, it's yeah. called it's called it's called anosognosia so i was suffering from anosognosia which means that mm. i did not realize that i was sick like mm. I, i was in a story with my hallucinations with my voices and i was I was just totally in that, so I did not realize that I was sick. You know that was so. So a working professional who knows what is schizophrenia, who has researched what is schizophrenia, who has a family member, a dear person uh, having schizophrenia, you know what it is, and suddenly one day in your life you hear voices, and you do not realize that you actually also have schizophrenia. Yes, it's it it is very surprising and. probably unbelievable but it happened with me like i did not realize that uh, i had schizophrenia and you know i i often think about it and you know that mm. how did it happen like how 
could I do those things? You know, every day I think about these things that how yes. could I let, let my life slip so much, even though, uh, you know, but I should, uh, you know, point out that I come from a, a small town. I mean, yeah. I don't know how relevant this is, but there's always a tendency to, um, you know, bury these things, like not talk about these things, right? Yes. So maybe that tendency was in me. I don't know what exactly it was. I, but don't, yeah, think, I don't think that's a small town tendency. I think that's a that's an Indian tendency to, or maybe okay. I would say <laughs> to bury everything <laughs> under the carpet and not talk about yes, it. Yes, yes, yes. So maybe because of that, the conversations around my family members' illness was not, uh, I don't recall the conversation happening at our home also, ever. Mm, yes. Um, about schizophrenia. So, but even though I was, I knew that my, you know, the member was sick and I wanted to help her, but, uh, but it's very strange that I could not figure out that when it happened to me that immediately I should have figured out actually, but yes. and I had read, read about it, but I could not yeah. figure out that because the way it happens, you know, the way. Yeah. T- tell me, Siddharth, this is very, very, very interesting and very important because, you know, somebody who knows, uh, has read about it, researched about it, suddenly find out that one day he himself has it. Was yeah. that reading and understanding of schizophrenia that you have had a, very objective perspective of versus being in that situation. Was that theory, theoretical part, knowing part, very different from actually being in, inside that? It is very different. It is very different. Mm. It's, it's, not, it's not the same at all. It's not. It, no. It's not the same at all. You know, um, I've been trying to read more about the symptoms of schizophrenia. And for example, I myself have it. And yeah. uh, um, I've been trying to understand, you know, what these hallucinations are, what these voices are actually. You know, this yes. Is, this is often yeah. a question which is asked. Like, yes, I, I've been trying to read uh, different uh, papers and different, uh, you know, uh, psychiatrist uh, accounts and things like that. And and yeah. there's still, still a lot of uh, mystery to what these symptoms are. Mystery, I mean, people, yes. Yes. I mean, people give different kinds of theories, but scientifically, we don't know what these hallucinations actually are. So it's true. I mean, uh, it, it's very different from what you read. You know, when you read, um, you read so many things. For example, one thing which I would like to say is that, you know, when you read, the impression that you get about schizophrenia is that everything is imaginary. That is the impression that you get, that this voice, it's unreal. The voices are unreal. The people are unreal and things, things like that. But in my case, and also with a lot of current you know, um, research coming out of Europe, uh, you know, it is, it, it has been established that these are not unreal voices completely. These, these voices belong to people in your past, the people you are dealing with. And these voices also, the hallucinations also belong to people whom you know. And, okay. Uh, Just quickly butting in here because I have questioned this so many times and I've tried yeah. to get inside deeper people. I can get inside deeper uh, in terms of, you know, who you can really push. And, and I mean, in a sense, and in a good way, push in a good way. Like, what, yeah. are they, what are you really hearing? You know, what are these voices? You know, are these voices? And I, I'm going to slightly push you here and understand that what are these voices? Siddharth? Do you think these voices are people you know around you? Do you think they are something that could perhaps be dreamy related, you know, coming in your dreams or do you think they are past life? Is there any relatable person's voice you hear? 
Yeah, so I hear voices of people I have met before. Right? Okay. Hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, now it's very interesting to because it, these voices are being generated in my mind, right? So yeah. they are being generated in my mind. Correct. And, and it, it's an interesting question that how can a mind generate so many different kinds of voices? Yes. Right? Because obviously those people are not speaking to me. They are different people. They they're not connected to me. Yeah. They, they don't even think about me, like. Yeah. Yeah. But I have been generating these voices. So my my mind has been generating these voices. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, tell and me, tell me, tell, tell me, quickly butting here, quickly yeah. butting in here. So this is very interesting because I think it sh- you should be used as uh, you know somebody to research deeper into it because of your you know such intellectual understanding of things. Uh, these voices are they the voices that? of the people that you've met in real life is it something that you have interpreted them as yeah, they are or is it your yeah. mind interpreting them the way the mind yes. thinks they are that's a very good question and i was coming to that only so um you know now that i i have recovered a lot and i i have yeah. an insight and uh, yeah i'm starting to realize that you know it's from, it's basically the voices sound like people I have met, and it's my yes. mind. In, it's my mind which is interpreting it in that yeah. particular fashion, right? And yeah. the, the important thing is that when I was sick with an episode, I did not realize that these were. I mean, I believe that these are voices of those people. Yeah. And uh, but now I know that you know my mind is inter- It was my belief, you know. So we have to in in schizophrenia, which I have found the belief factor is very important. It gives you delusion. It also gives you all kinds of unreal understanding of things around you. Like a simple example is that when I was sick, you know, I believe that these people are real. These hallucinations are real. That was my belief. And yeah. even here, that even here at Jinder, sometimes I go into an episode. And I start yeah. believing that that they are real. Okay. So, the, so belief is an important part of schizophrenia, and and the belief has to be worked on. Like if you have if you have to recover from this illness, you have to work mm. on your beliefs, internal beliefs. You know, it's it's. I mean, I I don't want to use the word that it's uh, it's 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 sickness, but it yeah. everybody has their beliefs. Right? I'm not saying that even normal people don't have false beliefs people have yeah. biased beliefs and it's also in yeah. research in economics research if you read papers there are papers on beliefs um but it is but, it, it is a problem of beliefs as well schizophrenia the beliefs have to be worked upon yeah your own personal beliefs yes personal beliefs of your interpretations of what is going around you hmm um, interpretation of what is happening to you because what is happening to you is not normal you obviously hearing voices you are seeing people i mean seeing mm. hallucinations mm. so your belief is very important like what mm. what you believe these things are can you gain mm. insight and know that these things are not real these things are hallucinations and they are not connected in any way to the actual people they belong to mm. so these mm. beliefs that's uh beliefs about other things yeah. yeah your beliefs or personal interpretation comes from various sources and actually it's a yes. germ uh, that grows over time depending on your environment depending on what uh, how you're exposed to depending on your family a lot uh, yes. your friends uh, yes. what you're reading what you're watching 
yes maybe yes. past life i don't know i i don't know i don't believe uh, in past mm. life but i don't but i don't uh, you know sort of look it might be i don't know but um, it's very you know, very I, very vast very vast and very difficult yeah. to pinpoint is it yeah, you know for me it's very important that i always have evidence of what i'm believing you know it's for me it's very very important because if i go into a delusion if i go into a false belief that spirals mm-hmm. that spirals off because i have this all this you know the voices and and hallucinations so you know for me uh, evidence is very important like Mm. what what I, i always have to you know i was you know there is this famous uh, I, i don't know if you've seen uh, this movie a beautiful mind and it's based yes. on yes it, of course based, yeah, yeah of course it's based on the economist and mathematician uh, john nash and you know yeah. if, and I, i have read about a lot about him because you know i'm also from economics area and i'm yeah. i have a problem and uh, uh you know he he was asked the same question that how could you even think these things like you asked me like yeah. you know how could yeah. i even think these things given yeah. that i knew that schizophrenia exists and he answered that you know it it came from the same mind correct the, yeah and uh, and he then um i i read somewhere that he started rationalizing everything he thought or something like that he that yes. he started rationalizing his thought right yeah so, I got that idea from there that I also have to rationalize my thought like I have to always keep a check on what I'm thinking what I'm interpreting what I'm believing and it's a constant process for me like whenever mm-hmm. I'm sitting alone or even in a class I have to always um you know keep a check on my interpretations and my beliefs and I'm still working on it but I am mm-hmm. doing it that way I'm doing it that way so beliefs so I- your one mind so your one mind is totally believing it and other mind is constantly interpreting what the other mind is yes yes going yes. through and it's a constant process of trying to yes you know yes. be there yes. you know trying not to get inside and get not get pulled inside what the other mind yes, is saying yes. yes exactly that's true that's how to put it here so, mm. so I, i have to always do that because yeah you have to always and constantly do that and you are aware about it yeah constantly I, yeah, yeah i have to be uh, there is no choice i have to be tell me siddharth in 2016 4 years 5 years 6 years back so you started hearing the voices and then of course you got into the medication so you are currently taking your full medication in terms of your tablets is what we spoke yes. last yes 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 uh, recommended by a doctor and that's keeping you fully functional because you are a working professional uh you walk every day you go to the university and what happens when an episode happens what do you do then yeah so um for now when an episode happens so the, an episode hasn't happened for quite some time now because Achha, i nice. uh, because i have sort of realized the triggers like when it happens and how, hmm. and how it happens right so hmm. Hmm. thankfully uh, the episodes but you know they have happened and they might happen also because i'm very aware of it mm-hmm. so when it happens uh, um so there are few things which i do like uh, i first consult my psychiatrist immediately yeah uh, and i i increase my medication Achoo. because the, the problem is that when an episode happens you can't sleep you know that is the problem yes and if you if you can't sleep you and you go to the university your classes and then everybody sort of knows that you know something mm. is and i feel maybe they don't yeah. 
but I do get a feeling that you know uh, I'm not feeling well. So when an episode happens, I consult my psychiatrist. I have a therapist who I'm constant touch with, hmm. and uh, I also consult her. Hmm. And uh, and I, I mean, I try to be as normal as possible in the class when I go. But obviously, my performance is not very good. I so mean, during the episode, you take a class. Sometimes I have taken, yeah. I mean, wow, wow. Yeah. No, so so just for the audience, for the listeners, so that yeah, what happens when an episode strikes? What do you go through? So when an episode strikes, uh, there is a constant tussle between me and my hallucinations, basically. Mm. So which an episode means that the hallucinations take over you, like you completely come under their spell. Spell. Mm. Right? And uh, it's way then, and you constantly engage with them. Then the same thing which happened to me at my PhD institute that I was constantly engaging with them. So hmm. when I'm normal, I don't engage with my hallucinations too much. Like I'm doing my work, I'm talking to you right now, I'm yeah. doing other things. But yeah. in an in an episode, they overtake, hmm. and then you start talking to them. You can't sleep. You're constantly talking to them. You're doing those things, and uh, that is what an episode is for me. So, hmm. um, so for example, if you take if you increase your medication, you can sleep in an episode. Uh, one, I think sleep is very important. If you can sleep, then a lot of things can be solved. Because Achha. for me, at least for me, that is yeah. that is an important thing. And uh, um, and also with classes, also like you know, I have for example, th- there has been one time which I have, which where I've cancelled my classes. Like I I realized that I could not go, and I've cancelled my class. I've I've retaken the class later. Yeah. Yeah. And there has been another time in where I was not well that I have left the class very early. The two mm-hmm. I can remember, but thankfully, yeah. thankfully, what I have noticed is that my there is a cycle of my episodes. Like there are certain times when I I used to get sick, like in the summers. So yeah, we get we get two months break in the winter, two months break in the summer here at Jinder, mm-hmm. and some of my episodes have come during the break where there are no mm-hmm. classes. Hmm. And uh, then it's all. Then you 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 can manage completely on your own. Like you don't need to go hmm. to class. There is no hmm. classes. And, uh, hmm. Hmm. Um, and it has happened. And do, especially during summer break, I, every summer I used to get. I noticed this pattern that every summer break I had this problem of getting sick. And you know I discussed this with my psychiatrist also. It could be the change in weather. I don't know what exactly is happening. So this summer again, I was. So you have to realize very early that it is happening, right? That is the way, the way to stop it. That immediately mm. you probably will go into an episode. You increase Achha. your medication. You talk to your therapist. You stop discussing with your hallucinations. I have been trying, and um, it has been successful for the last two one mm. or two years. Like I have, I think for the last two years I haven't gone into a full blown episode. One one and mm. a half years, definitely. Mm. Hmm. Uh, so Achha. that's so the medicine has been effective in terms of controlling your episodes. Medicine, but tell me, and, hmm, hmm, hmm. and insight, insight. Medicines yeah. and insight into your own um, in life, Trigger. your perceptions, your triggers, 
yes. noticing what uh, how do you get inside the hallucination and you need to immediately control it or reach out to a psychiatrist your psychiatrist to increase your dose of medication yes. to be able to stop the hallucinations to get them under control so that you did you talk about this with your in at your workplace what was the reaction i'm sure they know about it i think they know about it because i am very open about it uh, mm. but uh, i have also talked to counselors here at my workplace acha um but i haven't talked directly to the people in power like i don't know if they know or um, the idea is that as long as you can do your work properly yeah yeah um, nobody cares like mm. you you do your job and Correct. and then, then Uh, but we have been you know we have a disability group here at chinder the faculty who are disabled different kinds of yeah. faculty both yeah. with mental health and physical disability nice and uh, and uh, we have been trying to you know get you know try and convince the administration that uh, some changes should be brought like some accommodation and based on the laws of the country and things like that yeah. so we are pushing forward for that mm. um and uh, but they i don't know maybe they know but nobody like they're good people like they don't talk to me about it and and some people obviously know some of my, fr- my friends clearly know and i talk to them about it but uh yeah i haven't told them like clearly like i haven't like gone ahead and said that i have this i have this in this i haven't done that do you think it's important for anyone who is working to sort of um uh, get support system in their workplace if they are going through any kind of mental health issue do you think that the workplace also needs to be open are we have we reached that situation in our country oh. where we can openly talk about over the past couple of years i've seen changes in the next in the, over the past two years or maybe after the pandemic or during the pandemic but do you think we are evolved enough now to openly talk about it we are talking but are we ready with workplace i don't think so um, mm. you know because here at where i teach and also at other places there are people who are not very comfortable sharing their illness right even at okay. workplaces yeah um there is stigma there is a lot of stigma around this illness mm and the stigma uh, is that because perhaps there is no understanding of it there is no understanding a, yeah warped understanding yeah warped understanding a lot of things in the media in the in the in yeah. films how we are portrayed yeah. and things like that yeah um, so that problem is there and i don't think um, we have enough safe spaces i mean I have been fine here and I don't want to blame the workplace too much but I think things can definitely get better in terms of supporting under, understanding the illness and you know for example yeah. if I fear that I am in an episode if I can take a one or two days break and you know take my classes later so that kind of understanding or if you know for example the medications in in schizophrenia are a sleep inducing like it's very difficult to get up in the morning Right. Yes. Yes. And and uh, we have classes from eight o'clock in the morning, and uh, yeah, for that you have to wake up at six o'clock at least. Yeah. Um, so that yeah. kind of understanding that if I don't get classes in the morning, and yeah, so you know many things uh, can be there, and and we are trying to do it, but uh, it's not really yeah. easy. 
it's not really, and it's not just this place it's if you talk to people at other places also you will find the same thing so the medications put you to sleep so it's difficult to you know do a morning routine it can slightly um, be moved later hmm. yeah yeah hmm tell me sadhat about say your family is your family your parents and i think you have a sister and a brother they, yeah uh, brother as well yeah. do they understand your uh, life do they understand uh, your medications yeah i mean my family definitely has empathy and sympathy towards me mm. and uh, and uh, they do they do understand my problem to some extent you know and i mm. talk to them also i tell them also sometimes i get sick i talk to my sister also and my brother mm. also mm. um so that that kind of empathy is there but you know i i stay alone here at chindal and uh, yeah. mm, so so the onus is on me only I, i to you know make sure that i i feel all right and i'm able to mm. perform my, my duty mm. but family is supportive yeah the family is supportive and mm. i mean there is uh, for example as i said that one of the members of my family also suffers from this illness and i know yeah and yeah. we and we have had a difficult time in the past you know um, mm. um is your uh, family member uh, on medication yes Hmm. Is it the same medicines? Similar, similar, yeah. Similar, but medicine. similar, but not same. Yeah, she is on a higher dosage. Um, okay. Than me. Hmm. Hmm. Right. Uh, What happens if you need help in the middle of the night? I have to suffer. Like. Hmm. <laughs> no help. Um. I have to suffer, and uh, I have suffered uh, in my episodes. It's a very suffering. lot of suffering in the episodes and uh, yeah yeah you know, i just have to suffer there is no way mm. i just because the psychiatrist also is not available you know he is busy and yeah. he give you a slot so it will take one or two days to get a slot and uh, mm. Um, mm. so you have to you have to suffer basically that's that's the only way i have uh, i have i have friends here i talk to them and if it is but in the middle of the night i don't want to wake them up also and Mm. Tell them so. Uh, suffering. What happens? What do you think about the infrastructure? I think uh, we're uh, trying to figure out the infrastructure in Delhi Belt and Metro's Belt. I think the infrastructure is we are still not there in terms of the infrastructure for mental illnesses and for the help that's needed in the middle of the night. Uh, what are your thoughts there? No, you're absolutely right. There is that there is no infrastructure. Yeah, I mean there are just mm. few psychiatrists, and uh, at least where I stay in Sonipat, there's absolutely nothing. Yeah. Like uh, there is there is nothing here, yeah, and uh, uh, very little understanding of how to you know deal with the patients, mm. and uh, very few psychiatrists who are always busy. I mean, it's not their fault; they're in demand, and you know. Yeah. They, they always busy and uh, you know you need someone to engage with the patient right someone who is an expert yeah to engage with the patient and that facility is absolutely not there mm-hmm. uh, i mean i don't know in delhi but here too, it's it's not there like it's mm-hmm. no one is you know what no, it's not i mean there there are people but also i can ask you this question that 
what do you think in terms of the research of schizophrenia i do not think we even understand till now maybe 100 years later also uh since the time the first schizophrenia appeared uh on the planet do you think we have adequate understanding of what is schizophrenia uh so i have i have tried to read the research the books and mm. papers uh, yeah. on schizophrenia and uh, yeah um it's clear that we still don't know very clearly why is it caused uh, you know what we call a scientific understanding we don't uh-huh. have a complete scientific understanding there are theories and the, the current understanding is that it's a combination of genetic and, and environmental factors so you have the gene and if you go into a triggering environment then you you the genes activate and, and then you get schizophrenia um and there have been constant attempts in the medical model to understand or to you know um to double down on the gene which gene is causing it which biomarker is causing it mm-hmm. there has been a, there has been an attempt and then that they have been genome studies worldwide genome studies and um but it has not been successful like we still don't know what is the real cause behind schizophrenia there have been efforts mm-hmm. in india also in india also we have this scarf in chennai which is yeah doing research in 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 genes but uh, it is clear that uh, after so much money poured in and after so much efforts no result has come out no conclusive result has come out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, then there has been the mm-hmm. other stream you know the stream which i followed for my recovery which came basically from lapland in finland and uh, which talks about uh, these uh, the, the social models kind of you know the different kind of model to deal with schizophrenia where you identify your voices you identify the source of your hallucinations connect them to real people and then um talk to them mm. you know like talk to them build a relationship with your voices build a relationship with your hallucinations yeah uh, and uh, and treat them as a family and you know, yeah. re- recover in that particular fashion and yeah. uh, that is the other way of uh, uh, dealing with them and uh, which is yeah. completely different from the american way of the gene the, the medical model of schizophrenia and mm. uh, you know i th- and, and many people have been helped by this european model uh, which is which has come out from finland and uh, even i have been helped like i i i sort of stumbled upon it through my research and i started following it mm. uh, and i started implementing it in india you know all by myself mm. without any help i started talking to my voices started talking to my hallucinations understanding mm. them developing yeah. english relationship yeah yeah and and you know that's how i sort of uh, recovered i can say that is a very mm. important part of my recovery developing relationships with your voices and trying to understand them has yeah. been an important part of your recovery from schizophrenia yes but it is so surprising no sadat i asked this question to so many people so many people that you know 100 year old you know schizophrenia has, is almost 100 years old and we still do not have an adequate understanding of how it happens and why it happens and it is just on a presumption basis of trial and error that yes. uh, we are giving medications that this might work and this might not work also and i know people where medications have not worked at all and they do not believe in medications 
ڈے scientists and and researchers they are attracted to fields where funds come so if you look at the cancer research if you look at the funds flowing yes. in, can- in cancer mm. research they are huge yeah yeah right and but yeah. if you look at the funds flowing in mental health they are very minuscule yeah and even if you look at the medicines which have come for bipolar and schizophrenia all of them have been uh, accidentally discovered it's not that somebody yeah. somebody was looking for it there they have been accidentally discovered both lithium yeah. for bipolar and um this uh, this schizophrenia medications and and you are right for and, and many of the medications which we have right now have not been um, drastically changed from the last 30 40 the basic constituents is the same they are just mm. tweaked here and there and this is what i think what i have got from my research is that the medicines basic constituents is the same they haven't changed much in the last 30 40 years uh, mm. just a bit of tweak and there bit of adaptation and things like that but the basic constitution is the same so it's a, it's a it's a important question that why it has happened you know why why yeah. can't more money go into this research and more yeah. so many people suffer from this illness you know and yeah, so many there are deeper issues in the sense that we don't have a political voice also it is very important yes yeah people patients with schizophrenia are expected to you know just lead their lives if they lead their lives properly that's that's a big achievement in in the eyes of the society right correct correct so they don't they're not expected to speak up they're not expected to have a political voice a voice yeah. you know that should be heard yeah. and uh, and uh, i think these are important issues why it mm. has been neg- neglected and uh, yeah a political voice is important to uh, bring about a change otherwise perhaps we will never be able to get into the deeper aspects because we don't understand this illness it is very yes. i mean you know it's very difficult to interpret was what is schizophrenia are you saying sadat with your understanding um and your research that schizophrenia can happen to anyone at any point with any trigger if some genes come together Mm, okay. so, actually, I am not a schizophrenia scientist but yeah you have to have, <laughs> so I, it's, it's a very tough question to answer and I don't want to like put forward any theory here but yeah from what I have read is the, the understanding is that if the genes come together and if we yeah. have a trigger, triggering environment so you should have yeah. the genes and you should have the environment both so it's, mm. it's possible it's possible that you have the genes but you never get schizophrenia it's correct uh, um and but but you should have the genes from what i understood from my because i am not a schizophrenia research i just read yes. about it because of my illness and trying to understand this yes thing. yeah um, yeah mm. i know i know what you're saying so that tell me because it's your mind splitting almost one mind is you know raging with hallucination other mind is trying to control that you know not trying to get pulled inside that rage the way we have just spoken about that episode episode that you go through that everyone goes through with a schizophrenia tell me sadat that if you control your mind at that point and i'm talking about 
controlling it maybe through meditation and having a strong will to control it do you think you can absolutely overcome it i think it's possible i i want to believe it's possible hmm. um it's very difficult but uh, it's possible like it's why people have done it people have overcome it over time there are examples hmm. of people who have done it so it is possible if you have the correct understanding of your illness and if you have the will power and meditation as you said is also important and it can give you a lot of positive strength because i have also tried meditation and it has really helped me mm. uh even though it's very difficult for me to do it uh, continue with it uh, but uh, um it's possible you know i want to believe it's possible it's difficult but it's possible and uh, mm. i have been trying that myself you know and uh, um, i want to believe it's possible yes it's difficult but, but it is possible if we know. can pull that much amount of will from yes. inside ourselves to be able to control the mind then perhaps that splitting of mind that happens during the episode can be controlled yes mm. it can be controlled yeah you need you need everything working in your favor <laughs> mm. and uh, um it's uh, I, i want to believe it's possible and over time it it does it does happen that you get gain insight you understand your triggers and uh, mm. you understand that you know it might something might uh, evolve into an episode and you have to control it and mm. uh, even though i don't want to like you know because we should not we should make sure that people who are actually suffering should not be blamed for this you know because if you have a understanding that it can be done then everybody will want every patient to be able to sense and, and and you know to be able to do it and you know it is it may not be possible for everybody you know because for example i was lucky that i i came out of this place where these people's voices were there in me like i passed out of my phd and i came to a place where there was nobody whose voice was in me hmm right but if a family member for example the fam- my family member and uh, um my guess is that she always was around people whose voices were in her that is my guess you know might might take my understanding and you know for me it was a lucky thing that i came out and i came to a place where mm. for me because you know the voices interact with real people right yeah. so if if i i have your voice in me yeah and then then i interact with you then something will happen to the voice as well that hallucination as well yeah it right? so that relationship yeah. will always keep changing but once you get out of the system completely so you break completely, that relationship you break that relationship right you break that relationship which mm. which happened to me clearly like i was in a phd program and i mm. passed out of the phd program anyhow matlab i even only i know how, how i did it but i yeah. passed out and uh, and then i came to this place and there was no one at this place whose voice or hallucination was in me and which was very important for me uh so to to break that relationship to understand it gave me time and space to understand and build up a new relationship with you know my hallucinations and my voices um very interesting points adat that's a great yeah. point and that's a great understanding uh analyzing rather of mm-hmm. what you're going through and realizing that if you break that relationship with your voices and go to a new place then you will develop fresh a new relationship with your voices which perhaps you can be more in control versus yeah. Yeah. that's a great great a great observation yeah. and analysis that great observation yes. and analysis but, yeah but i want i want to put forward here that it may not be possible for everybody 
Yeah. Uh, like, and mm. if 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 you if if you are not able to break out of the place, then the other way is to you know uh, realize that you have voices and hallucinations and talk to the real people and mend your relationship with real people. So, for example, in my case, another disadvantage was that people had stopped talking to me whose voices were in me, right? So I yeah. could not mend my relationship with the real people. They don't talk to me. Hmm. Hmm. So. Hmm. If you have a good relationship with the real person, maybe yeah. your voices will become good because they are good voices and bad voices. Mm. Um, so these are all my my theories. Like what happened with no, me, I'm analyzing my situation. Yeah. Like if you have a voice in you and the person whose voice is in you is not behaving properly with you, the voice yeah. itself will not behave properly with you. you know, this is my theory. Which happened? Mm. If if you have a, if you have the person who is empathetic to you and who is good to you, then the voice automatically starts behaving in a good particular way. Um, no, but just so, just 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 to button here, so that's okay. No, I I know I know where you're coming from. I think I understand it, but you know, are you saying that if the voice is, are you saying that? a person who's suffering from schizophrenia is a very very vulnerable person who gets influenced yes yes that's what I'm... is a very sensitive person people with schizophrenia are very sensitive people so even a slightest of anything can be a trigger for them yes what i'm yes i'm saying that the external environment is influencing the internal environment internal I got it. but if you if you if you build your internal environment which is very strong through whatever mm. means you're doing a mm. meditation or yoga this and that or perhaps you are saying that, and it does not affect what the external environment so you 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 recover faster yeah you should mm. i mean this is just my my theory and i must also put forward the caveat that everybody has different symptoms in schizophrenia yes. so there are I people who, do, who don't have hallucinations who just have delusions um, yes and uh, who don't have uh, voices but have hallucinations so it's a combination of symptoms but in my case i i did feel that um the internal environment is getting influenced by the external environment so i so either and generally it happens that if you ask schizophrenic i don't know maybe it is my uh, just my belief system but if you are sick you don't people don't behave good with you this is my general mm. understanding mm. everybody is not that empathetic especially if they're not connected to you not family mm. or friends to you mm. uh, and that affects your internal environment right mm. even if they, mm. they are just avoiding you which happened in my case that people just avoided me mm. and that affects you that affects mm. you know so mm. empathy is empathy is very important and uh, you have to show kindness to the patient Hmm. and because even though the patient may not be saying too much but he or she is going through a lot internally yeah and uh, that is why and if you show empathy and kindness it will have an effect on the patient hmm so, so basically very important to constantly you know keep them uh, very deeply locked with your own self in terms of a family constantly knowing that they are fine yes. love embrace yes very important uh, choosing your words right dealing with them yes. dealing with over sensitive i think i think sensitivity matters a lot when it comes to dealing lot. with 
anybody with uh, mental illness and if you're able to deal right with them love them embrace them accept them then yes. your chances that they will come out of whatever they're going through faster yes than than what you good. think yeah mm. absolutely absolutely mm. um, tell me sadat i was reading your memoir but you sent me some chapters of yours and there's yeah. a girl in your memoir <laughs> where uh, is that girl now <laughs> no i mean i uh, i you know it's i don't want to trouble her like i i um, you know i you know you know i was going through this all this problem it's in my memoir anybody can read it but uh, <laughs> when the sushant singh rajput case happened right yeah and uh, we all know what happened to riya chakraborty yeah what, how badly they treated her you know yeah. even though it was clear to me that it was not her fault in any way yeah so you know i always ha- have this fear and i think about it every day that if something had happened to me then they would have you know probably you know affected the girl and i, I always i think about it every day and i don't want mm. to like get into this is a very sensitive matters and uh, and whom and mm. it's 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 a it's a feminist issue as well you know in in some ways mm. Mm. right and and uh, it is the i don't want the woman to suffer in any way you know or in any mm. case i don't want others to suffer so i i was also troubling the professors there and uh, you know i i think about it every day and i don't want to make it away. even though in the novel it might come out as a very romantic and a very <laughs> yeah beautiful thing but uh, Uh, there the, the are flip sides to it, and I want to let the girl free. Like I don't hmm. want to talk hmm. about her too hmm. much. Like I have already troubled them too much, and yeah, hmm. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant, 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 Sadat. You're doing very well, and you have a great analysis of uh, what you are going through, and, and I'm sure it's going to help a lot of people who are who are going to listen to it. And I think. it should help a lot of researchers i really hope that we can pull in people to uh, give us a better understanding in terms of research what is schizophrenia so i really appreciate your time and your you know sharing yourself with us thank you so much sadat really appreciate it yeah, thank you suchita it was lovely talking to you and thank you for having me <laughs> I had a great time having this conversation with Siddharth and I got an opportunity to dig much deeper into analyzing what schizophrenia could actually be. We are going to continue digging into schizophrenia and for me some of the great takeaways has been that one there's a wide difference between the theoretical understanding of schizophrenia and actually living with it. Also a lack of infrastructure in even the metropolitan cities when it comes to midnight calling for help also a thought for everyone researching on schizophrenia does that mean that if the gene will meet something external in the external environment and get triggered anyone can have signs of schizophrenia and perhaps a outgrowth of that we continue digging into schizophrenia till then take good care of yourself stay well And if you have a story related to schizophrenia, you can always get in touch with us. You can find us on our email. You can also follow us on our Instagram handle, the SOS Show Pod. 